Hazrat Mawlana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi rahmatullahi writes so beautifully among the benefits of the hijrah and among the lessons of hijrah he says waqad athbatatil hijratun nabawiyatu the hijrah of Allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam has proven that dawat and iman anna dawata wal aqidata dawat and iman so iman and inviting to iman are so important that everything should be sacrificed for them يُتَنَازَلُ لَهُمَا عَنْ كُلِّ حَبِيبٍ وَعَزِيزٍ وَأَلِيفٍ وَأَنِيسٍ Everything beloved to one. one is, everything that one is, com- is passionate about. Everything that one derives comfort from. Everything that one is associated with. Everything that one is connected to. Everything should be sacrificed for Dawat and Iman. But Iman and Dawat can never ever be forsaken or sacrificed or left due to any of these things. So this is one of the very, very important lessons of hijrah. Imagine the sacrifices of Sahaba, radiyallahu anhum. Allah's command came that they should depart and leave, and they left everything. And they went to Medina Manawara, a land where they didn't even know what to expect, but they went and they left. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as he was about to leave, Quran mentions to him, وَإِذِ يَمْكُرُوا بِكَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لِيُثْبِتُوكَ أَوْ يَقْتُلُوكَ أَوْ يُخْرِجُوكَ And Allah Ta'ala mentions to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And remember when the mushrikeen had gathered in their parliament, namely Darul Nadwa, to harm Islam and the cause of Islam. لِيَقْتُلُوكَ أَوْ يُخْرِجُوكَ They were planning what should they do to stop Islam and the effort of Islam, and the efforts of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So in this parliament of theirs, Shaitan himself participated. It's reported that he also came in, and he, he disguised himself in the form of an elderly person from Najd. And as they were discussing, what should we do? As opinions came, one opinion was, we have to banish Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam from these lands. And the response came from their seniors like Abu Jahl and Shaitan agreeing to this. So we learn from here, when people gather with sinister plans to harm the cause of justice, then Shaitan and the devils participate in these gatherings. But when one sits and worries and shows concern and makes mashura, for Allah's deen and for truth to prevail and for justice to prevail. We get the company of the pious and we get the support of the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we get the special assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they were told that you cannot chase him and banish him because wherever he goes, he will inspire people and they will then come to you in Makkah. So the same thing would happen. What then should we do? The other opinion was to, to lock him up and incarcerate him. But then the response came that his sahaba are so devoted that they'll give their lives in defending and protecting him and getting his release. The other opinion was, we have to assassinate him, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But then what would his family do? His family would all get up to defend him and fight for him. Then they decided that let us gather senior, prominent, young men, strong men from 10 different tribes. And all of them together should carry out the deadly deed, this evil task of killing Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But what was the reason for 10 of them doing it together? Because in that case, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam's family, when they demand his blood, this was what they were thinking. They seek revenge. They would see how can they fight against 10 prominent tribes. They would then succumb and agree to the blood money. This was their sinister plan. And as they rallied, around the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Just then Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam left Hazrat Ali, Ali radiallahu anhu to rest on his bedding, 
covering himself with Allah's Nabi shawl. And Allah's Nabi then departed from the home whilst they were surrounding the home of Rasulullah sallallahu Allah's Nabi left his home on the 27th of Safar. It was the 14th year after Nubuwa. And it coincides with the 12th or the 13th of September 622. Allah's Nabi sallallahu went to Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu and together they departed. Now they undertook a different route. They went towards another direction, not towards Medina Manawara. And that was where this cave of Thawr was situated. Allah's Nabi went with Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, and as they arrived there, very, very interesting events took place. Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu insisted, O Nabi of Allah, I must enter first. La tadkhuluhu hatta adkhuluhu. And look at Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu's intentions. He wants to enter first to sweep, to clean out and to make sure nothing harmful is inside the cave that could cause the cleave and harm to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu swept the place. Anywhere there were, you know, cleaves or cracks or holes, Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu stuffed portions of his garments, his izar or imama, he stuffed it in there. And then there was a certain uh, a crevice that Hazrat Abu Bakr had to stuff his foot into. And then he said, Oh my Nabi, you may enter. Allah's Nabi entered. Hazrat Abu Bakr requested, Allahu Akbar. How Hazrat Abu Bakr took the opportunity? That was also when Allah's Nabi told him before, when he wanted to, when he sought permission a few months prior to undertake the hijrah, Allah's Nabi says, you wait. Hazrat Abu Bakr asked to confirm, am I going to journey with you? Allah's Nabi says, yes. Hazrat Abu Bakr cried out of out of joy. Hazrat Aisha says, it was the first time I see someone cry so profusely out of joy. So he took the full opportunity. What khidmat he made of the beloved of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa He insisted Allah's Nabi to rest, Allahu Akbar. And Allah's Nabi places his Mubarak head on the lap of Hazrat Abu Bakr and he rests. How fortunate, Allahu Akbar. What a bond, what a relationship between the beloved of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa and his blessed companion, his beloved companion that Allah speaks about in the Quran. Allah refers to him as the companion in the cave. This refers to none other than Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu.